Welcome to Woody Online. Thank you for tuning in to one of our pre-recorded services. Our community is based in Cardiff and we meet every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. If you're ever in the area, we'd love to see you there. We hope you enjoy this week's message and that it inspires and blesses you. Hi, I'm going to carry on talking uh, through James. Um, we've been working our way through the passages and we're up to chapter 4. So we're going to be looking at chapter 4 verses 11 to 17 today, but it falls into two sections. So we're going to do one part, then we're going to have a little break and then we'll do the other part, okay? So let's start with James chapter 4 verse 11 to 12. So if you can pop that one up. Okay, I'm reading off here, I think it's the same version. Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you're not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. There is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you, who are you to judge your neighbour? So just to say, he's talking, he's, it's brothers and sisters, so he's talking about within the church, okay? Although it's probably a good uh, thing not to slander anyone, <laughs> but he is specifically talking about the church here. So what does slander mean? Any kids know? It's quite a big word. Someone possibly knows. Charlotte, do you know what slandering is? Say again. Speaking bad, speaking badly, yeah. Speaking badly about someone, exactly, yeah. Good. Anyone want to add anything to that, grown-ups? So, yeah, good. So it's it's if it's not true, if it's false as well. Now, if you put those two together, you've got the dictionary definition of what it is to slander. So slandering is when you speak something that's damaging and false about someone else, okay? So kids, if you're talking about someone meanly and it's untrue, then God's saying, don't do that, okay? Um, So it's a little bit different than if you were, let's say someone was doing something wrong and you felt like you had to tell a teacher or something. That's not the same because that's a true thing. You're telling about something that's actually true. Okay, but if you're making up lies about someone that's mean, that's not good, is it? Okay, and it can be lying outright, but it also what challenged me when I was reading this was even just like exaggerating, maybe you know, talking about someone's faults, the things that they do wrong, but making it bigger than it needs to be, you know. So it's that sense of um, Basically, who are we to judge? That's what it goes on to talk about, doesn't it? If we're slandering, if we're talking negatively about someone and lying about them, um, there'll be an element of judgment in that. And God's saying, I'm the judge, you're not the judge. Who are you to judge someone? Who are you to talk like that? Okay, so looking at the second bit then, let's read verses 13 to 17. It's a bit of a change of uh, topic, although it's still relating to thinking about what we say. So, thank you, Sam. So, verse 13. Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? 
You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. So, what do you think will happen tomorrow? It reminds me of Stu asking people earlier, what, what, what are you going to do tomorrow? What do you think you might do? Go to work. Go to work, okay. So, we all think we know what's going to happen tomorrow, roughly, don't we? Okay. But um, COVID taught us <laughs> that we don't know, didn't it? Um, our whole lives were shifted um, and thrown upside down. We, in a way, that was, there was an element of gift in that whole thing um, because we learnt the hard way, if you like, that we actually can't make sure and certain plans. Nothing wrong with planning. We can plan. It's not saying you can't plan here but it's the attitude that comes with it. We, the, the plans won't be sure and certain. We don't know what's going to happen. It's all in God's hands, isn't it? A phone call, a conversation, a diagnosis, a result of something. Things just can change in an instant, can't they? And uh, it's better, God's saying here, to live in that knowledge, to sit with that, even though that is not a particularly comfortable place to, to be. Um, so when it says about what you ought to say, it, it's saying if it's the Lord's will. So we can plan, but the key is to say, to remember, God willing, we'll do such and such. It's you know remembering that actually our plans are not certain. I'll come back to that in a little bit, but verse 17 shows us that we need to speak carefully and well. You know, all of this is to do with that, isn't it? How we speak. But it's really hard without God, isn't it? And yet, with God's help, we can do the good that we ought to do. And it says if we know what we ought to do and don't do it, then that's sin. So we've challenged, we're being challenged this morning. We need to take that challenge seriously. So if you'd like prayer... Um, at the end of the service for this stuff. It might be, going back to slander, it might be that you want to ask forgiveness. It might be you want to ask forgiveness of someone in the room because it's talking about within the church. Or it might be that you want, to, that, you want that to be between you and God, um, but you know that you've slandered someone. Then you can come and ask forgiveness. We can help with that. But also, I did feel that there are you know, some of us here who might just want a bit of prayer help to just live with that uncertainty of life because it's not very comfortable. Maybe the rug has been pulled out from under you, either recently or maybe in the past, and it's maybe left you feeling insecure because you really do know that we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, and that's a hard place to be. But it is actually an appropriate way to feel. And with our eyes on Jesus, we can tolerate that feeling, but you can ask for help with that. So if that's ringing true for you, if you feel like, yeah, I know that the world is not certain and that is hard for me, come and get some prayer because it's, it's right to recognise it, but it's, it's not easy. Okay, I'm going to pray and then hand back to Stu. Father, help us to think about the way that we speak, especially within this family setting. 
I pray that we would never be speaking uh, damaging words or lying about other people or exaggerating their faults. I pray that if we need to be prompted by you to uh, ask forgiveness, that you would do that this morning so that we can make that right. And Father, we do recognise post-COVID how very fragile our lives and routines and plans are. But there are all kinds of other ways not related to COVID where our lives can just change just like that. And it's not comfortable, Lord, and we want security. But you tell us that you are our security. And so I pray for all of us that you help us to look to you and you alone for our security. Thank you, Jesus, that we can bear all things with you and with your help. Thanks for tuning in to Woody Online. We hope this week's message has inspired and blessed you. If you're ever in Cardiff, we'd love to see you at one of our Sunday services at 10.30 a.m. Don't forget to check the show notes below for our contact details. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to tune in again next week for more inspiring content. We look forward to connecting with you soon.